All right, Shabbos, say good morning. Let us, let us begin. So we are continuing in Meretz Hashem this morning in Tzitka Satadik in Os Ayin Gimel. So we began this particular Os yesterday, and we saw that the Rebbe introduced us to this idea of what he called Chuvas Hamishkal. And Chuvas Hamishkal, this weighted Chuva, is a type of Chuva that is only truly complete when a person is put into the same exact circumstances in which he initially sinned, but this time around, he summons up the courage to resist the temptation to sin. The truth is, this is not, as we discussed, this is not a novel idea. The Ramam already codifies this in Hilchos Tshuva and just calls this a Bal Tshuva Gmura. What is a complete Bal Tshuva? And again, everybody pointing to the same idea, namely, the only time a person's tshuva is truly complete is when it's battle-tested. When I'm put in the same exact situation, but this time I resist the temptation to change. Now, so let's continue now. Page Kuf Ayin Gimel. Page Kuf Ayin Gimel. The left-hand column in the Be'uriah Hasidus. Now, what the Rebbe pointed out, however, is, of course, one is not permitted to go ahead and place themselves in a situation of spiritual danger. So here, here's something fascinating. So remember, as we pointed out in yesterday's shir, it's always interesting to see how this, is, this concept is always illustrated with lapses in morality, right? Immoral acts. So obviously, if a man is sinned with a particular woman, it is also for him to place himself in that same situation you know, you know, the shame mitzvah, right? I want to place myself in the same situation because I want to show that this time I can resist the temptation. So the Rebbe says, of course, that's usr because A, it could just inadvertently lead to certain surim, And that's also a significant role of the dice because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not ready. And again, if I end up sinning again, I've created, I've created that situation myself. So this creates an interesting anomaly. Because on one hand, what we're saying is, I'm not really about tshuva until I'm placed back in that same situation again. But this time, I resist the temptation to change. But yet what? Yet what? I'm not allowed to put myself in that situation. So how do we reconcile that? So look at the left-hand column. Ubar hadavar. So therefore, says the Rebbe, it is clear. She'ein Hashem yisparach mazmin lo nisayon zeh. Elo kishiodea bo beberer shlo yikashel od o bevadai yamod benisayon. Suppose this is truly beautiful. So the Rebbe says the, the Rambam also the commentaries on the Rambam highlight this same idea as well. So the Rebbe says you're right. You don't put yourself in that same situation, but you know who does. You know who does. Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But the Ribbono shall Olam will only put me back in that same situation if he is absolutely unequivocally clear that I have the ability to resist that temptation. So the Shabbat will put me back, but only because he knows that I could be Omid bin Isayun, that again, I could resist the temptation. This is beautiful. This is so incredibly beautiful. So the Rebbe says, therefore, based, so, watch, so let's follow the progression. Let's just use his example. I, I sinned, I sinned in a particular way. I committed Avera A. 
and now I've done tshuva for Avera, with all the various steps of tshuva. I know at the end of the day, my tshuva is only complete when I resist the temptation after being placed back, placed back in the same circumstance. But I can't place myself in that same circumstance. Says Zebra, what happens? HaKadosh Baruch Hu places me in that circumstance. The Ribbono Shel Olam allows me to test my own tshuva. Zebra say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need to place me back in the same circumstance. Why not? Why not? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Bokin Levavos. He knows what's happening inside of my heart. He knows if my tshuva is sincere. He knows how I feel. He knows where I'm holding. He doesn't need to put me back in that same situation. You know who needs it? You know who needs it? Me. I need it. I need to show that I have the ability to resist temptation. I need to show myself that I have the ability to remain strong. I need to demonstrate to, my, to myself that I have the ability ultimately to resist that temptation. It's necessary for me. But says Reb Tzavik something so amazing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu only puts me back in that situation where he knows that I have the ability to overcome the temptation. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu never sets me up for failure. And this is an incredible yisod. He never sets me up to fall, never sets me up to fail. So if he's placing me back in that circumstance, that is because he knows that I have the ability to meet that particular challenge. And he says, look at this Lush, and he says, A person should know, When HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates, and he suddenly places me back in a difficult situation, it's a good simon for me. Why is it a good simon for me? What an incredible way to look at things. If I find myself back in the same exact situation, this is a simon tov, because what does that show? That a Kaddish Baruch Hu believes in me. That my tshuva has been accepted, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu has placed me back in this situation because he knows that I have the ability to overcome this difficult matzav. That's the simon tov in this entire thing. But let's say, I'll, I'll mention something very interesting. It is a very, it's, it's very cliche and overused and quite trite. But you know that phrase that God never gives you any challenges you can't handle. So let's say very interesting. So, so, so someone actually said to me, it's not really the right phrase. The right phrase is, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu never gives you any challenges that he can't handle. In other words, perhaps I can't handle it myself. The good news is HaKadosh Baruch Hu can handle anything. So the Rebbe Shalom never gives me any challenges that he can't handle alongside me. But in any event, Rabbi so perhaps, thinking about this, that this Yisod really comes from here. That what Rabbi is saying is, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts me b'makom nisayon, he only puts me there because I have the tools to be able to overcome that challenge. And in fact, again, he doesn't need me to do it. He needs me to see that I can do it. And therefore, again, his Lashon over here is Dover Zeh Simon Tovlo. Let's say such a profound Yusot. We often think that when we find ourselves in the midst of an Isayon, in the midst of a test, especially if I find myself kind of in the same situation that I've been in in the past, we think that's often reflective of having made poor decisions. How did I get here? I got here because I made the wrong decisions in life. Now, sometimes that's absolutely true. 
But sometimes I've made the right decisions, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu chooses to put me back in this situation so that I could prove to myself that I have evolved and I have become someone different and my tshuva is sincere. The Rebbe goes on, he says, V'zeh, Be'er Ma'asham Ruchach Sanhedrin. It's very interesting. He says, Kos Digimar Ma'asham Sanhedrin, Be'inyon, Chazarasan Shal Psule Eidos. We'll say, the Gemara talks about over here certain people who are posle edus, right? Certain people who are not permitted to give testimony. So, for example, you know, we have a lot of examples of this. Masachi um, Pekuvia, a gambler. We're going to see Mochre Trefus, a person who goes ahead and dafka sells non kosher, non kosher meat. So, there are examples of this. So, the interesting part with being posle edus is what? How do you regain? How do you regain your cheskas kashos? Right? What does a person need to do in life to regain their cheskas kashos? Which is a fascinating question. So the Rebbe says, "Listen to this." He says, "Okigon chazara shal misha choshut amichiras trefus laacherim kedei laharviach mamon." So he says, for example, for example, he says, "What does a person do?" As Ruven sold trefus. I didn't know how to take off that bottom thing. I'm sorry. Right? Reuven, Reuven, did not, Reuven sold trefus. Right? Reuven went ahead and sold non-kosher meat. Okay, so that's, that's awesome. Why did he sell non-kosher meat? Not because, thank you. Not because he doesn't want Jews to eat kosher. But why? Why? Money. Money. Everyone knows there's more money to be fed. There's more money to be made in non-kosher meat than there is in kosher meat. So he sold trefus. As a result, he's possible to eat us. So how do you rectify that state, right? How, how, how does a person go ahead and regain their cheskas kashos? Listen to this. This is incredible. Both say, watch this. Then we'll have to stop. How do you regain your cheskas kashos, right? I, I was a mocher trefus. I sold dafka, sold non-kosher meat to Jews, right? Under the guise, right? Under the pretense that it was kosher. I even put on 17 echsherim, right? Onto the package, right? So now I want to do tshuva. So now I'm puzzled. I want to do tshuva. How do you do tshuva? You do tshuva if I become the kind of person who finds the lost object of my friend and returns it to him. Others are both saying, when you find the lost object, it's easy enough to pocket it. But if you become the kind of person who finds the lost object and returns the lost object, your cheskas kashros is returned. Now, what does one thing have to do with the other? This is so beautiful. So remember again, why does a person go ahead and sell trefus? Why does that happen? Why? Because I love money. Because I love money. But I love money in an unhealthy way. In an unhealthy way. Right? Nothing wrong with liking money. Loving money is problematic. So now I'm selling trefus because I love money. So now I lost my cheskas kashos. How do I get that back? I get that back by restoring a proper relationship to money. How do I demonstrate that I've restored a proper relationship to money? I find your lost object. I could just as easily keep it and no one would ever know. But I don't. I give it back. And when I give it back, I thereby demonstrate that I have restored a proper relationship, a proper approach to money, to materialism. So I will say, so the point that Rapsadik is saying is, well, let's play this out. How, how does this happen? How does this happen? So Rapsadik would say the way it happens is as follows. I sell the trefus, I'm pasala edus, I do my tshuva. There's multiple steps to personalistic tshuva. And then what happens? 
When my tshuva is complete and I'm ready, what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? What does HaKadosh Baruch Hu do with tshuva in general? He tests it. Because at the end of the day, not for God, but for me, the only way to really see that my tshuva is genuine is if it's battle-tested. So what does he do for the Mocher Trefus? He goes and I'm walking down the street and what happens? I find Ruvain's wallet. I find Ruvain's wallet. Ruvain lost his wallet. No idea. No, no idea. I suggested, and Baruch Hashem, Ruvain just went to the ATM right beforehand. Right? So it's easy enough. Easy enough for me to have a But I don't. But I don't. Ultimately, again, then my cheskas kashrus is restored. Jabba goes on. He said, we'll have to stop over here. He says, Shebazem muchach, shebevadai. So we'll have to stop over here. But again, the point that the Rebbe is making, and this is really incredibly profound, is this idea, is this idea that while I am not permitted to put myself in the same situation in which I originally sinned, person is not allowed to say, I'm ready to test my resolve. Let me put myself right back in the same circumstance in which I said. In fact, I will say, remember again, part of the chilek, part of tshuva is distancing yourself from the actions and from the circumstances which led to hate in the first place. Failure to do so is a fundamental lack of tshuva, a fundamental lack of tshuva. But yet, my tshuva is only complete when it's actually tested. So how do I reconcile that? HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts me back in that matzav when he knows that I'm ready to handle it. And I'm able, he gives me the opportunity to show myself that my tshuva is complete and my tshuva is genuine. So we have to stop over here. We'll continue Mirat Hashem one more shir in, in, in Os Ayin Gimel. Mirat Hashem tomorrow. Shukran, everyone.